students, and welcome to yet another episode of You, Me, and Words, your favorite English learning podcast. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, and this is episode 199. What if I play parts of this song for you? Would you recognize it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I bet so many of you guys recognize this song. Now, I would like to take you back in time really quickly. Imagine me, your very own teacher Sam, a freshman in high school. By the way, a freshman in high school is someone who just started high school. Someone who just started their first year of high school. That's a freshman. So, imagine me, your very own teacher Sam, a freshman in high school. Back then, nobody had cell phones. Or, as far as I remember, very few people had cell phones. I didn't have one, and neither did my high school friends. We all had house phones and Whenever I needed to talk to one of my best friends, Ingrid, on the phone, I would call her from my family's house phone. I'd say we spoke on the phone a lot. Ingrid's house was located about a 40-minute drive from my house. So I didn't see her often outside of school, which is why we'd talk a lot on the phone. I always loved talking to her on the phone. She was always so easygoing and still is, by the way, kind and understanding. I absolutely loved talking to Ingrid on the phone and I'd do it often. We'd have such funny conversations. She'd make me laugh. Sometimes we'd have deep school-related conversations and sometimes we'd get into such interesting topics that I was listening to every single word Ingrid would say. But here's the thing. Every Thursday at 8.55 p.m., our phone conversations would get interrupted. Interrupted how, you ask? Well, every Thursday at exactly 8.55 p.m., Ingrid would say, Hey, sorry, I gotta go. Friends starts in five minutes. Good night. See you at school tomorrow. Click.
I remember my best friend Ingrid being obsessed with the popular American sitcom called Friends. So what is a sitcom? A sitcom is short for situational comedy, which is a genre of comedy television series that revolves around a fixed set of characters who carry over from episode to episode. Sitcoms are typically set in a common, everyday environment, such as a home or workplace, and they often include family or work-related humor. The situations themselves are often a source of comedy and are frequently exaggerated for effect. Let's explain that again using simpler English. So, a sitcom is a type of funny TV show that has the same characters in each episode. These shows are often about family life or work and take place in locations like a house or an office. The funny parts come from everyday situations that are made to look sillier or more dramatic than they really are. Each episode usually tells a whole story by itself, but sometimes a story might continue over a few episodes. Sitcoms are made to make people laugh and feel good by watching the characters deal with different funny problems or situations. Please get ready, dear students, because in today's podcast episode, we are going to learn many new adjectives. But how and why? Because I would like us to analyze every single character from this mega popular sitcom so that we can practice our English uh, together, learn new words, but also so that we can truly understand what made this sitcom as popular as it became. So, Friends is a popular American television sitcom that revolves around a group of six friends in their 20s and 30s who live in Manhattan, New York City. Friends, which originally aired from 1994 to 2004, is one of the most popular television sitcoms of all time. Just to give you an idea of how mega popular this show was, let's look at some statistics about the show. Friends has a total of 10 seasons and 236 episodes. Viewership. During its original run, Friends always ranked within the top 10 of the final television season ratings, ultimately reaching the number one spot in its eighth season. The series finale, which aired on May 6, 2004, was watched by around 52.5 million American viewers, making it the fourth most watched series finale in television history and the most watched television episode of the 2000s decade. Now, before any of you friends, fans listening to this episode get too excited, 
please keep in mind that I never watched Friends. I mean, I've maybe watched five episodes in total of the entire show, so I can't personally say much about the show other than the few episodes that I did watch made me realize that most probably one of the main reasons why this sitcom became as popular as it did is because people watching the show perhaps felt like they could relate to at least one of the characters on the show. When you can relate to someone or something, it's kind of like you're able to say, oh, wow, he or she reminds me of myself. Or in the case of the show Friends, it's possible that people who were watching the show also said, oh, wow, he or she reminds me so much of my brother or sister or best friend. I truly believe that because the show itself is about a group of six friends in their 20s and 30s who live in Manhattan, New York City, many people could perhaps relate to at least one of the characters. Now, let's dig a little deeper and see what it is that made these characters so relatable. What does relatable mean? The word relatable refers to something that can be understood, felt, or emphasized by people. When you find something relatable, it means you can connect with it because it reflects your own experiences, feelings, or thoughts. For example, if you watch a movie about starting a new school and you've had that experience, you might find the movie relatable. It's a term often used to describe situations, characters, and stories that feel familiar or resemble real-life experiences. So, let's dig a little deeper and see what it is that made these characters from the popular sitcom Friends so relatable. Let's start with Monica. Again, get ready, dear students, because we are about to learn a bunch of new English adjectives here. By the way, those of you who have the podcast text right in front of you right now know how much the actual text is going to help you in this specific episode because of all the new adjectives. Those of you who don't have the text in front of you, please consider becoming a supporter of our podcast and you will have access to every podcast episode text starting all the way from episode number 136. So, Monica Geller is a neat freak. Here is our first adjective in relation to Monica. She is a neat freak. A neat freak. Do you know anyone who is a neat freak? A neat freak is a person who is super duper clean and organized. Monica is also obsessive compulsive. When someone is obsessive compulsive about cleaning, they have a very strong 
uncontrollable feeling that they need to clean constantly. They might be obsessed with thoughts about dirt and germs and to ease their anxiety about these thoughts, they clean a lot even if things are already clean. So Monica is a neat freak. She is also obsessive compulsive, but she is also very meticulous, meticulous. A meticulous person pays a lot of attention to details. She is also a culinary whiz, which means that she is a really good chef. She cooks really well. Monica is known for her cleanliness, organizational skills, and exceptional cooking talents. Her nurturing behavior often places her at the center of her friend's emotional well-being. In other words, she is also a nurturing person, someone who cares deeply about her friends. So, neat freak, obsessive compulsive, meticulous, and culinary whiz are the adjectives connected to Monica. Then there is also Chandler Bing. He is very sarcastic, witty, self-deprecating, insecure, and lovable. I told you guys in this episode, you learn a ton of new adjectives. And as you can see, I wasn't kidding. When a person is sarcastic, they say the opposite of what they really think. Just to be funny or to lightly poke fun at someone. When someone is witty, they are really good at saying funny and clever things very quickly. Self-deprecating means making fun of yourself or pointing out your own weaknesses in a joking way. When someone is insecure, they are not 100% sure about themselves. They are not confident in themselves. When someone is lovable, they are easy to love. So Chandler is very sarcastic, witty, self-deprecating, insecure, and lovable. Chandler uses humor as a defense mechanism and has a history of commitment issues, but he's also charming and caring with a big heart, especially when it comes to his friends. By the way, Anyone who has commitment issues is someone who has a very difficult time to commit to anyone. They are afraid of having relationships with people because they are afraid of getting hurt. Sarcastic, witty, self-deprecating, insecure, and lovable are the adjectives connected to Chandler. Then... There is also Phoebe, who is quirky, eccentric, free-spirited, whimsical, and unorthodox. People who are quirky are a bit strange, but not necessarily in a bad way. They are simply different, strange, a bit odd. So Phoebe is quirky and eccentric. To be eccentric 
also has a similar meaning. It's someone who is a bit odd, a bit strange, a bit bizarre, but not necessarily in a bad way. To be free-spirited means you live how you want, not how others expect you to. You're independent, open to new things, and you don't worry much about rules or what's normal. A whimsical person is an unusual person. Again, someone a bit strange, a bit different, a bit odd. An unorthodox person is someone who is a bit different from everyone else. It's a person who kind of follows their own rules. Someone who doesn't follow the rules set by the society. In a sense, Phoebe marches to the beat of her own drum. Listen to that again. Phoebe marches to the beat of her own drum with a unique worldview shaped by a chaotic childhood. She's also a gifted musician with a soulful voice and a talent for writing odd songs. When someone marches to the beat of their own drum, they are their own person. They don't follow what other people do. They kind of uh, do their own thing. Then there is also Joey, who is charismatic, naive, simple-minded, loyal, and affectionate. When someone is charismatic, they are charming. Generally speaking, we like being around charismatic people. Naive means you trust too easily and don't always understand how complex things can be. Simple-minded means thinking in a very basic way without making things complicated. Being loyal is a great characteristic because it means people can trust you and Joey is a very loyal friend. You can always count on him because he'll be there for you. When someone is affectionate, they are loving and caring. Joey is also trying to become an actor with a love for food and women. He's often naive, but is the essence of a lovable goof with a heart of gold. There's also Rachel, who is fashionable, spoiled, determined, romantic, and a trendsetter. If you are fashionable, you basically love fashion. For example, when I think about someone like Princess Diana, I think about someone who was very fashionable. She cared about fashion. She was very elegant. A person who is spoiled is someone who gets whatever they want. We often hear parents say things like, I don't want to spoil my kids. I don't want to give my kids whatever they want. In other words, you simply don't want your kids to be spoiled. Being determined is really good. When someone is determined, they know what they want. They know where they are going. They are not willing to give up. A romantic person truly believes in love and believes in finding the right person to fall in love with. If you are a trendsetter, you are the one who starts a trend. 
this is actually really common for fashionable people. They set trends, they start trends, they might start some type of new fashion trend, some type of new fashion style that many other people then decide to follow. Rachel starts as a waitress with dreams of fashion glory, evolving from a sheltered daddy's girl into an independent career woman. Last but not least, there's also Ross, who is an intellectual, nerdy, romantic, and sometimes a socially awkward person. If a person is socially awkward, he or she might behave a bit oddly in a situation when they are around other people, especially people that they don't know that well. When someone is nerdy, we tend to think that they are people who love to read books and study a lot. You can say nerdy to a friend in a joking way. It doesn't have to be a serious or hurtful comment. It all depends on how it's said. Ross is a paleontologist with a passion for dinosaurs and history. He's often the voice of reason in the group, despite his own complex love life. As we are approaching the end of this quite long podcast episode, I hope that you can truly see here the value of becoming a supporter of our podcast because then you'll have the actual podcast text right in front of you so that you can read the text as you're listening to the podcast. Obviously, this will help you learn English faster. It will help you to highlight all the new words that you have learned and also be able to print out the text so that you can always listen to the episode again and again and again as you're following the text. That's how you'll truly learn English. I've left the blue link in this podcast description in case you want to become a supporter. Also, I am really curious to read which character you relate to the most. Let me know in the Instagram comments as you follow us on You, Me and Words. Don't miss tomorrow's podcast episode because in it, we'll talk about the recent loss of one of the crew members of the sitcom Friends and how fans from around the world have reacted to the loss.